Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is Friday. It's the final day before the Christmas holiday. Uh, Next week we are shut down, so I will be off, so no episodes then. And so this will be the the final show of 2022. It's a wrap. Uh, So one year of doing this podcast, doing this project. Um, This was my third year in business. It was a wild ride. Uh, Almost gave up. First time, actually. uh, In the three years of doing this, this was the first time I actually... I put it up for sale. Like I actually tried uh, to give up. Um, But I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I'm still here. I'm glad I still have what I've got. I'm, you know... I've learned a lot about pacing myself. I think that's the biggest takeaway of the year is that I just, and, and it's not something that I, that was sort of a surprise to me. You know, I, I knew that this was going to be the last year I had in me to just go at an absolute breakneck pace. So this upcoming year is not going to be, uh, at least I don't think it will. I, I don't think that this upcoming year is going to be as hectic as these last three years have been. Uh, because I'm going to be deliberately trying to make it uh, not the case. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we've grown uh, by, let's see, I think we were at about 145 in the beginning of the year. We're ending the year at around 180. So 35 customers, really nowhere near what I thought I was going to do in the beginning of the year. But then again, I was shooting for the freaking moon at the beginning of the year. I, I thought I was just on fire and I could do no wrong. Um, well, business humbled my ass. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, I definitely uh, was not on fire, at least definitely not the way that I thought I was. And uh, uh, we just didn't even come close. I think I, the goal was, I think, 360 or 370 pools by the end of the year. And then we'd very quickly uh, march our way to 500 uh, by, the, by the end of this upcoming year, 2023. But um, didn't happen. Didn't even come close. Uh, we're, so like I said, we're at about 180. Uh, and that's okay. You know, at the end of the day, I've, I've learned and gained some perspectives that I think I just won't. I won't gain the success that I want without having these. So number one, I was thinking in very short time horizons at the beginning of the year. I was thinking I was going to have a million dollar a year business by very early on in 2023. And, uh, you know, it was one of those things where, although I'm glad that I went for it, uh, it getting punched in the face like that, uh, by business is never fun, but it's always important. You know, now I'm, I'm looking at this and thinking, okay, I will get to a million dollar a year business because I am trying to get to a million dollar a year business. And I will continue, uh, to work on this actively for the foreseeable future. Um, I just, I don't know when it will happen. Uh, and it's, you know, I have never done it before. And so it's foolish to think that I know when it will happen, right? It's foolish to think that I'll be able to say when it'll happen. So I don't know when it's going to happen. Um, but all I know is I'm going to keep going every single day. I'm going to keep working on it every single day. And then eventually I will hit it. And then eventually I'll reassess, but I'll likely want to keep growing from there. Um, you know, I was doing some rough math and I believe it's around 500 pools is like somewhere around there, give or take 50 is where we will hit a million dollars a year in revenue and recurring revenue. Um, you know, so if you don't factor in recurring, maybe add 20% for repairs, you know, what would that be about 400, um, for non-recurring, but you know, the goal is recurring. The goal, it's a, it's weekly service, it's monthly bills. You know, the whole idea is it's recurring revenue and, you know, I will get there. I just, I can't tell you when I will. All I can tell you is that I will show up every day and I will do all of the things that I can during the days that I work uh, to get there. And eventually I, I just, you know, it's one of those things where I'm just going to trust in the process that eventually it will happen. Um, you know, so patience is something that I struggle with. I always have. And I, I think it's one of those ones where I just, I, th- I don't think you ever stop struggling with it. It's just more of a, you get better at managing yourself and managing your motion when you struggle uh, with it. Um, you know, I overhired, I, I burned through a ton of money that 
uh, I did not need to burn through. Um, you know, I bought, I bought, uh, advertising that netted zero customers that I'm still paying for 400 bucks a month. Um, you know, I, I, I crashed and I, I didn't train my team well. And then, you know, had to fire a lot of people because of that. Um, and, and because of their own doing, but you know, I, 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 at the end of the day, I can only take responsibility for my actions and my actions where I did not train well enough. Um, you know, all of these things that I, I am continuing to work on and have worked on and made a lot of improvements. And so I'm, I'm very happy that it, there's all these mistakes this year, but boy, did I not end the year with the original, uh, plan of, you know, growth. So that's okay. Um, you know, one thing I notice about, uh, myself is when I start getting itchy and when I start getting desperate, I start looking out outward or inward or, you know, um, I, I just start looking for, quick opportunities or opportunities that sound really good on paper. Uh, actually one of my employees has even told me it sounds, you know, uh, when I've, when I've told him some plans of ours is that he said, you know, he's, he said his words were something along the lines of, you know, it's kind of sounds like you're trying to beat the system again. And you know, I don't think it's going to work. Uh, and, and I, I, I do generally tend to do that. So in year one, uh, I lost my employee, my one employee at about 135, 140 pools. Um, I think I was at about 140 actually at that, at that time, which is really tough because I was, I ended the year at 140 and then I ended the second year at 145. Um, but it was a brutal year. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I had 140 pools and I was doing, you know, close to 30 pools a day, uh, five days a week. And, um, I think it was, uh, what was it? 28 pools a day, five days a week, which is a lot. It was all full service. And, you know, my, my battery would run out of, uh, battery or my, my, sorry, my riptide would run out of battery. Actually back then I was using a hammerhead. Um, you know, I'd run out of battery midday and just have to manually clean all the rest of the pools. And it was just, it was brutal. It was a really brutal year, uh, or a really brutal moment. And I had done, you know, I, I was able to sort of handle it for a good month and a half, but then I just started getting desperate. You know, I couldn't, it was back in the peak of the labor crisis. So I could not find anyone to apply uh, for the job. And, uh, so what I ended up doing was I ended up going, uh, to SCP and I bought, uh, I think it was like 10. Yeah. I think it was a total of 10 dolphin Matronics dolphin, uh, robotic cleaners. And what I would do was I would get to a pool and I would get it decent enough to the point where, you know, and and I got it decent, which, you know, at the time I think I was spending maybe an average of 20 to 30 minutes per pool, probably more. I I spent so long and it was such a crazy time that I I couldn't really tell you, but it was, I was spending a long time at every pool. And so what I was, what I was doing instead was I was getting about 15 minutes in doing my best to net the bottom as best as I could. Uh, and then I would drop this Matronics, uh, dolphin in, and then I would move on, uh, to the next pool. And then I would have to circle back and pick up the Matronics dolphin. And, you know, the, it, it was on paper, it seemed like such a great idea, or at least in my mind, it seemed like such a great idea. But when I ran the numbers, I, I really wasn't saving any time. Um, all I was doing was I, I, and I thought I was saving my body. I was like, okay, well maybe if I'm not saving time, maybe I'm saving my body. That's good. I'm not doing as much manual labor, but the act of going to my truck and, and pulling out, you know, these dolphins and, and putting them into, you know, finding the, finding the, the, the plug, putting them in the pool, unwinding them, you know, taking them back, emptying, um, you know, it, it ended up doing just as much damage to my body as, as before. And so I ended up having to sell these things at a pretty massive loss. I think I ended up losing roughly, I think like three or four grand. Um, you know, we were able to sell them, but not, not brand new cause they weren't brand new and we weren't able to sell them for decent price cause we needed the money back. So, you know, I spent a lot of money. I, you know, luckily we gave, got some of our money back. I think I, I, I got, like I said, one to three grand back or I think we ended up losing only about one to three grand long-term, but you know, it was a massive investment and it took all of my winter savings, all of it. I put all of my winter savings into this. And then when we were, you know, clawing it back by selling him, selling these things, we just ended up using that money for bills. So basically what went, you know, I had, I don't know, let's just call it five to $8,000 in 
Uh, maybe it was 10. Oh, God, it's been so long. Uh, but let's just say 10 for for the sake of easy numbers. You know, I had $10,000 saved, ready to go for the new season, and ended up being, you know, three, more or less. Because I, I got anxious, I couldn't, you know... And I'm not going to beat myself up too much about that one. I mean, it was the worst labor market. Like you, It's not like it is today where people are actually applying again. Back then, no one was applying for anything. This was peak COVID. Everyone was scared shitless. It was gnarly. Um, and, you know, so I had to come up with something, but that wasn't the right move. But what I, why I'm telling you this story of a mistake I made year one is because I did the same thing again this year. Um... You know, I got anxious. I got into a situation where I was hating my job. I was I was hating doing this. I was, you know, in tough shape. It was just a tough situation uh, this this year. You know, like I I'd taken out a mortgage of a hundred and forty something thousand, and it was all gone by by July. Now, granted, I spent most of it on squashing as much business that as possible, but I I foolishly uh, invested in some marketing and some other projects and labor mainly. Uh, thinking that I was going to need it, need that labor later on, but the labor I had ended up costing me so it was they were so bad at the job that it ended up costing me all of the new customers, or basically all of the, the the total amount of customers that I would I would acquire, I would end up losing because our, our labor was so bad. So I didn't need more labor. I needed better labor. You know, there's so you know 140 thousand. Let's say I only had fifty thousand left out of that after all the debt, which I think is about right, and it's all gone. It's all gone by June, you know. And I'm saving up this whole time, so I am saving a little bit. But the money that I I took out of my house to put into the business, it's all gone. And I'm watching the paychecks, you know, the payroll numbers spike up and up and they're taking longer and longer in the summer when it usually you'd get shorter and shorter and then I'm having green pools three four five green pools a day that I have to go and correct losing all of the profit for these for these pools because my guys were just so shit at the job uh and I didn't catch it fast enough um you know and and I lost, you know, lost all this money, but I was saving some money. So I had a little bit of money saved up and we were saving, you know, by the end of the summer, we started implementing profit first. So I started putting that profit, uh, you know, aside and, and I was going to pay myself accordingly. And I finally got my first profit payment. I had been saving up on the side and, and I decided, you know what, I hate this job so much and I've lost so much money in this job so much. I need to think of a new business idea. And I thought, okay, I'll become a Bitcoin miner. And I bought a bunch of ASICs. I bought a bunch of ASIC miners. And now they're just sitting at home, uh, and I have to figure out. And I, I'm not necessarily fully regretting buying them, but I definitely wouldn't have done it if I could go back. If I could go back in time, I would not have done it. Um, you know, which which stinks. I mean, that's that's not a fun thing to to acknowledge and admit, but it's true. I would not have done it. it had I, you know, if I know known the things I know now, uh, I would definitely not have done that. Um, and but I did, and you know, that was about thirteen grand. That was about thirteen grand, just down out, and now I don't have that money, and that's that's gone. So I've spent I spent that money in desperation, hoping that this new uh, project of mine, which it is a personal project. I mean, you know, it's an expensive personal project, but it is a personal project. I am very interested in Bitcoin. I am very interested in Bitcoin mining. I would like to get into it. Uh, probably terror the worst timing possible, but you know, that's also why I was able to get as many miners as I did for the price that I got them at is because it's terrible time, a terrible time to mine. So, you know, time will tell if this investment pays off. Right. But, um, looking at it from the lens of, okay, I have my pool business. I have my pool service company that I've been working on for three years and it's, it's, it's having, it's had cash flow issues all year long. We've corrected the cash flow issues, but we've been sort of, um, catching back up, you know, we've been making up for, for mistakes that I made financially. And we're finally getting to that point at the end of this year where we're, this will be the first month in three months that we've broken even. Last time we broke even was August. And then before that, we didn't break even all year. So we'll have two months of break even, you know, uh, a break even where we're actually making some prog- profit or at least paying off all the credit card debt in the entire year. You know, 13 grand could have solved a lot of the problems I have with my company, but I, I spent it. So 
why I'm telling you these stories, um, the reason why I'm, I'm bringing these two stories up is because I'm, I'm noticing and I'm recognizing a pattern within myself. Had I not spent that money on the robots and I just either sucked it up, you know, raised rates to the point where enough people quit, uh, you know, whatever. If I had done everything but spend $10,000 on robots that would not help my problem, I would have 10 more thousand dollars. That would, that would, in year, you know, after year one, four year, year two. If I, uh, you know, in year two, we, we did okay. We, we spent, you know, we, we maybe saved up another 10 grand, uh, for the business. Right. Uh, and then same thing for year three. If I had not spent this money on, on uh, on these miners, although the sky was falling, and although I made all these tremendous, terrible mistakes with the money that I I took out of my house, my children, the the place where my children sleep, I don't have that equity anymore. That's gone. And the real estate market, I don't know if you've noticed, it's tanking, especially here in California. It's absolutely tanking, right? And if I hadn't done, if I hadn't spent that money on these, on these, on this side project, I would have another 13 grand. So that's 20, 23 grand plus, you know, let's just round up to 25 just for easy numbers. I mean, that's about $25,000 that I would have right now to spend on acquisition or, or on not this business or whatever, but I would have about 25,000 extra dollars that I could use to, f- to feed growth for this upcoming year. But I don't, I have zero. Right now, the biggest thing we're trying to do is we're just trying to save up. Um, I'm just, ma- that's it. I mean, I'm just trying to save up to get to a point. Um, sorry if the audio kind of got weird there. I had to switch hands. But um, the reason I'm, I'm bringing these things up um, is because the pattern is I will work and I will save and I will be good and I will set aside my 10% profit. I will set us, you know, I will pay myself my 20%, you know, owner's pay. I will always take 30% right off the top, put it into my payroll account. And then I will use the rest for expenses and uh, ever since July, I've been pretty diligent about if I don't have enough, then we start cutting expenses, um, right? And I could do that for a long period of time, and it becomes old hat. It becomes habit. But then what happens is when the going starts getting really tough, which it inevitably always does in business, when things start just absolutely absolutely failing when it feels like I'm trying to hold a handful of sand and it just is slipping through my fingers faster than I can grab it. I tend to look for Hail Marys. I I tend to throw out Hail Marys and, and with those Hail Marys, thousands of dollars and those Hail Marys so far are zero for zero or zero for two. Now with the ASIC miners, you know, my time horizon really is about four years. So we'll see in four years if, if that was a good move or not. Um, I'm not stressing too much about that. However, I just, from a timing perspective, not a good time. I don't think it's a bad investment. I think it's going to end up being a great investment. Um, but it might not be, right? It might go to zero. It might I might be totally wrong. And, and you know, with this market crash, we might see uh, some serious collapsing. And, and it may never recover. And I'm, it may have been a bad buy. We'll see. Um, I think in four years I'll be right, but um, but I think it would have been better to take that money and spend it on the business or spend it on myself and my family. Much better. I think it would have been better spent on a vacation to Hawaii. That would have been better. I mean, not financially from an investment perspective, but if the investment goes, like, we will not know. I will not know for four years if it's, if it's a good investment. So... Uh, but the pattern is the same. The pattern is when the going gets really tough, I start throwing Hail Marys. And uh, I don't want to do that because so far, my Hail Marys never land. And so I ended up I end up going from a really tough, stressful situation. Uh, sorry about that. Um, I end up going from a very tough, stressful situation uh, where, you know, because it's usually work, 
money is really, you know, money is involved. I get, I go from a tough, stressful money situation, tough, stressful work situation. And I throw this, these Hail Marys hoping that it fixes everything. It ends up not fixing everything. And it ends up costing me thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars at this point. I'm, I'm over 20 K in the, in the L department on this. So this year, this year I'm, uh, I'm finishing this year acknowledging that this is a pattern. Acknowledging and recognizing like, hey, I've got a little bit of a problem here. I've got a little bit of an emotional problem. Um, I have a situation where when I get stressed out, I tend to make really bad decisions. When I get really stressed out, I start looking for the quick the quick and easy answer. And in business, and for those of you who already have a business, probably could tell you this. Uh, uh, in business, generally speaking, the quick and easy answer is usually not the right answer. It's usually the harder, the harder, more boring answer. They're not the sexy thing. It's not the Hail Mary. It's, it's almost never the Hail Mary. At least in my experience, it has never been the Hail Mary. <laughs> so, so today, uh, as I near the new year, my new goal this year is to not fall into this pattern again. Uh, I have one thing, and it, you know, it's, it kind of goes back to the idea of uh, staying focused on your one thing until you get to a million dollars a year, one customer avatar, one service, uh, until you're at a million a million bucks. Like, there's no reason to veer off. There's no reason to diversify. I don't have anything of, of merit. I don't have anything of actual worth until I get to that point. And. You know, with the robot idea, I was thinking, okay, if I could make this work, maybe I could get to 50 pools a day instead of just, you know, 30 um, alone, and then I wouldn't need an employee, and then I'd be able to outcompete my, you know, it'd be my secret. I was, I was trying. I remember I, when I bought the robots, I, I just remember thinking like, I can't let anyone know that this is what I do. I, when I met up with pool guys, I would literally put a towel over the the robots in the back of the truck so they couldn't see them, thinking that I was on some miracle. I, I was on to some serious like basically thinking I was smart, smarter than I am again, you know, that, that that's kind of, um, at the core, like that's what ends up happening. I always think that I'm smarter than I am and I'm not right. And, uh, so, you know, the goal this year is to just not do that. The goal this year is just stay focused on the one thing, just stay focused on the one thing. And if I'm getting stressed out or if I'm working too much, or if we get into a pickle, fix that problem, but do it the hard and boring way. Don't do it the sexy way that, you know, where I, all of a sudden I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to spend 10 grand on this miracle thing. And then this thing is going to turn around. It's going to be a secret and I got to protect the secret. And no other pool guys ever thought of this. You know, I, I got to stop with that. It's just, there, there is, except for me, I need to, this year, I need to accept and acknowledge that the only way that I'm going to grow my pool service business to a million dollars a year in recurring revenue is to grow my pool service business to a million dollars a year in revenue by doing the pool service, by doing the things that will get me there. Yes, I will have checkpoints. Yes, I will still, you know, I still consider, you know, the six levels of business basically. And I still think I'm a level three. I need to get to a level four where I have an actual location. I have an actual customer service person. Um, we're, we're a long ways off from that, right? But, you know, there's still going to be markers and there's still going to be things that I need to learn and adapt and grow. Like I have to grow. But at the core, I need to stop saying, okay, this $10,000 is just burning a hole in my pocket. What if I just spend it on this thing and then in the next year it'll make me rich and then I won't even have to deal with these problems. This year, my whole goal is to just deal with the problems head on and don't throw money at it. Money doesn't solve the problems. Money, so far, of all of the major problems I've had that I've tried to just throw money at it creatively... Uh, it, it doesn't solve it. So the money doesn't solve the problem. And, it, and if I know this ahead of time, I need to just basically stop doing it. So that's the goal. And instead, what I want to do is all of the money I would put into something like that. And maybe even I think of something, maybe even I get excited about an idea that's going to fix all of my problems. Take that same money and put it into the profit account of the business and leave it there. Profit account for me is very hard to get to. So as soon as I think of an idea, I think what I want to try to do is, number one, verify and validate that that's not a good idea. 
or, or at the very least, maybe it is a good idea, but I'm not going to spend my money on it because I'm staying focused on the one thing that I know will work, which is hard work and grow and work. That's it. Just work more, do the boring stuff, actually clean the pools, talk to more customers, train my guys, show up to their pools, check their work, give them feedback. You know, the basics that get us there. I have to do those things and not get excited, not say, okay, if I spend this 12 grand on this one thing, it's going to, it's going to get me another 57 customers or it's going to solve my, my training problem, or it's going to solve my training problem. And I won't even have to do the training. Like uh, there is no genius solution. There is just work hard and get better. That's it. So my goal this year is very much so going to be aimed at work hard and get better at this. That's it. Um, you know, I, I really want to set aside, uh, profit. You know, I, I've only been, so I read the book profit first. It's a great book. I definitely recommend it for anybody who's kind of struggling. Like I've struggled, um, you know, seeing big revenue numbers, but zero profit numbers for you. And you're barely scraping by and you like, you're basically a slave to your business. Um, if you, if you've had that experience and, or you are currently suffering in that experience, like re, I very much so recommend read profit first. It's one of the few business books that I've read since becoming an entrepreneur where I was, it, it truly did change the game for me. And it's so simple and it's so obvious, but unless you actually do it, um, it's kind of, it, it's like, it, it's basically, it's telling you the truth that you already know, right? That, that's kind of how I would describe it. It's, it's telling you, it's not going to tell you anything you don't know, but it's going to put it in a way where it clicks and it, and as long as you actually follow the steps, it will work. Um, because it's, it's something you, you already know you need to be doing. You're just not doing it. Um, so the goals for this upcoming year. So ever since I, oh, sorry. So ever since I read that book, um, I, I have the accounts I've tried very hard, but then we had the credit card issue, um, that I do think, I got basically out of the blue all of a sudden. I think I, I really don't know exactly how it happened, how I miscounted, but we ended up with like about nine back in about early late September, early October. I, I discovered that we were short about nine grand. Uh, and so we've been recovering from that, uh, being short nine grand. And this is going to be the month. December will be the month that we finally get uh, past that. And I'm really pumped about that. Right, but um, but also, I, I don't want to ever really be there again. And I think I was there because I bought the Bitcoin miners. I do think I was there because I, I pulled out and I did like I miscounted something. I don't know how, but I did. Right, I definitely miscounted something somehow, somewhere. And we we paid for it. We're back on track now. And now that we're back on track, my goal is to never get back off track again. Um, and, and that's kind of why I'm, I'm going into the, the Hail Mary stories. And that's why I'm going into the profit first story, uh, or the, you know, the profit first kind of stuff is, you know, profit first is going to be the way that I, I apologize. I keep uh, pausing this. I don't know if it's going to come out really jumbled. I, I've got a little bit of a cough. I'm, I'm trying to pause it every time I have to cough. Um, but, uh, you know, this upcoming year, 2023, I really want 2023 to be the year of profit. Um, you know, I, I'm definitely shooting for growth. I'm definitely hoping we have growth. Uh, I budgeted for uh, marketing and and you know, and I'm I'm working on the service quality uh, and, and that's you know I, I'm not planning on getting out of the routes. Uh, I'm planning on doing the routes all year um, heavily. You know, I, my goal is to do at least 10 pools every day, um, preferably more. Uh, you know, you know, I, I don't want to take money out of my guys, you know, paychecks, but we have, uh, you know, when I hired my most recent guy, I let him know, like, you know, there will be times where you don't work very much. Um, and he was on board. So, and I, I let him know recently, like, that's going to be kind of how it has to be for a bit. And he seemed to be on board for now. Uh, but we'll see. Um, but, but yeah, this year, I really want this year to be the, the year of, how do I want to say this? So these first three years have been all about grow, 
at all costs. Even if it's not profitable, just grow. Build the business big and then worry about, you know, my philosophy was build the big business as big as I can and then I'll worry about all the problems it has later. I can fix a business with problems. I can't build a bit. Like, I've never built a business, so let me just build one. Um, it was flawed thinking. You know, some, some of it was just, you know, uh, machismo, just getting after it. I was gung-ho. I had finally had a business that was working. So, you know, I definitely bought too many routes, I would say. I'm not against buying routes, but I don't think you should buy as many as I did. Well, then again, the deals I was getting were really great. So definitely worth it. For most of them, it was worth it. Maybe a couple of them towards the end. I looked the other way on some things that I shouldn't have. So, so yeah, I, I think, you know, there were no fundamentals. There was no foundation building. There was no uh, getting really good at the job. There was no, you know, making sure my customers pay on time. There was no pull out the profit. There was no uh, make sure I get paid well for the hard work that I do. There's none of that. And then this year, um, I I think what ended up happening this year is it all came to a head. You know, there's only, I was robbing Peter to pay Paul. I I was building this thing. I was, you know, I was going for the grow at all costs and I grew. I almost got, you know, we, we hit 199 at our peak this year. We almost got to 200 pools. So, uh, but that, that's when it all sort of, you know, started falling apart is around the 200 pool mark. And that became the hard limit. The hard limit was 200 pools, right? And the reason why that was the hard limit uh, is because we weren't good enough to get past that. We didn't have the foundation. I didn't have the fundamentals. My customers weren't paying on time. My guys were not trained. I was not watching their backs. I was not, uh, you know, checking their pools. I, you know, um, I wasn't paying myself, so we were very hard up on money. We would get stressed out, and then I'd throw these Hail Marys, and then I would dump even more money away. And then, you know, so so every time we would get close to making some progress, I would dump the money away in some other, you know, harebrained Hail Mary idea. And this kept going on and on and on. And, but, but at the end of the day, you know, I was still growing and until 200 pulls. And then when it all started falling apart, it made me realize, okay, I thought I could get to a million dollars a year or more, and then I could fix these problems. The reality is, is I need to fix these problems or I won't grow to a million dollars, a million dollars a year. Right? So that was the lesson, the hard lesson I learned this year. And, uh, which is kind of good timing. I, I knew that I only had about one more year of crazy pace, crazy stress left before I imploded. And unfortunately, I didn't even make it the whole year. I imploded earlier this year in, uh, in the fall. And through this whole experience, this three-year experience, this three-year journey, uh, I think I've discovered how I can get to a million dollars a year now. And the way that I get there is to do the boring work, do the, you know, do good service, do service myself. Because no matter what, as long as I do the service, I know it's done to my standards. Spend more time with the guys in the field and train them. Don't let them get away with stuff. You know, one of the things I'll be looking at this year is, is building some sort of, um, accountability system where I don't know how I'm going to do it. I've tried other things in the past, but it is something I want to I work on this year is figure out a way to hold my guys accountable. And I know, I've never really done this because I come from a time where when I was first getting my start being an employer, um, nobody was hiring or nobody was applying. You know, I, it was desperate times as an employer. It still kind of is, but not nearly as much. Um, and so I, I never really wanted to have uh, that kind of accountability because if I lost an employee, I mean, like employees were so freaking hard to come by. Like they could basically do whatever they want. As long as they show up, like we're good. Um, but that needs to stop. That needs to change now. And, and that may make it so that I can't grow. It may make it so that I have to shrink, but we have to do these things. I have to do these things to get, uh, the results that I'm looking for. And I'm looking for higher quality service for our customers so that I can continue to charge a premium. And so that our customers continue to get a good experience, right? So I need to do that boring work and that will net me reviews and net me, you know, word of mouth. That's the most important form of marketing for us and has been, it's been the way that I grow the most. It, um, and so 
Yeah, so this year, it, it's going to be about, you know, recognizing when I'm falling into my pattern of getting desperate and, and wanting to throw a Hail Mary and stopping myself and saving that money. But it's also um, going to be a year of the fundamentals. I really want to go and really focus on on these fundamentals. I really want to just make this business absolutely as strong as pro- as possible. I want to have standard operating procedures for everything. I've already started working on that. I've got filter cleans. I've got chemical use. I've got truck use. I've got chemicals in the field. I, you know, handling chemicals in the field ha- safely. Handling chemicals in the at the shop safely. Um, I need to do things like you know how do you debug and what happens when you can't figure something out. You know, shut the system off. Let your supervisor know Th- those kinds of things. I need to I need to build those all out, print them out, put them in a binder so that all my guys have them, right? And uh, so, so standard operating procedures, um, you know, making sure that we're we're profitable, making sure that we're collecting money. Like all of these lessons that I've kind of learned this year, I want to cement them this upcoming year. I want, I want the foundation to be so rock solid that it is the bedrock that we can build off of. And then from there, once I, and I'll know, once I know that these systems and, and, and the fundamentals are, are fully baked and, you know, uh, strong. Once I know that the business is, is very strong from a foundation, from a core, then I can start throwing fuel on the fire a little bit more. Then I can start trying to grow more rapidly. But even then I don't want, I don't want Hail Marys. I don't want haymakers. I want, I want things that will work forever. I want things that will take a, you know, a little bit longer for them to, to work but all I have to do is wait because it's more sustainable. Um, also this year, uh, this upcoming year, I want to work in a much more sustainable way. We're already down to four day, uh, work weeks, which has been great. That may expand as we expand. Um, but, um, for the most part, my, my idea is I need three day weekends. That's, that's just what I want right now. If that changes, it'll change. But for now, uh, I want three day weekends and I'm going to, I'm going to work very hard to make that happen. And uh, so, yeah, so coming into this new year or, or finishing up this, this current year, a lot of lessons learned. Nowhere near what I was setting out to do in the beginning of the year. If you listen to the first few podcasts, like I talk about what I'm going to accomplish this year and like none of them came true. Um, and, uh, but it, but it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's interesting because at the end of the day, like, I am so much stronger. I am in such a better situation. I am, I have such a firmer grasp of what I'm doing. And I'm in... Um, I'm just not in a rush anymore, which is nice. I was in a rush for three years. I was in a rush. And, I, and I'm glad that I was. Like, I, I don't really, you know... I'm talking about a lot of the mistakes I made, but also I have a business of 180 customers, a pool service business with 180 customers. I've got a shop, um, you know, I've got, it's a a shipping container on a lot, uh, but you know, it's a spot, it's a spot to park the trucks. It's not all in my house. You know, um, I've got recurring revenue. I have never missed a day of payroll. Uh, you know, you know, I employ two people in my community. Um, most of our customers are happy with the service. And I'm, I'm now starting to be able to pay myself, like for real, be able to pay myself, not just scrape by. We should in this, in theory, this upcoming year, I should be able to actually start paying myself well for the work that I've done. I mean, I'm not going to be a rich man this year, likely, but uh, you know, it won't be so hard all the time to make, to pay our mortgage this year. So, you know, me being in a rush to get to where I am, I, I actually, I'm very happy that I did it. And I don't think I would recommend you not do it this way. I think I would recommend for the first couple of years of business, just work your ass off. Because the first lessons you learn, the the first bit of growth that you have to go through is going to be painful as shit either way. I I don't see a way for someone who has zero business experience like I did, zero real business experience like I did. I had failed attempts right? I had failed companies, but you know, this was the first one that really had some legs. And so I don't really see a way for anybody who does, you know, doesn't have any experience to get through those first couple of 
years worth of growth. Like, I, I don't think it's wise to not go gung-ho. I think it's going to take you so much longer to learn some really fundamental, really basic lessons so that you can get into the more advanced things. And I would, I would argue I'm probably still uh, kind of on the basics, the, the fundamentals. But, you know, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm saying is uh, although I did a lot of things irresponsibly, although I probably burned more money than I needed to and I probably could have more money if I went slower... But I also think if I had gone slower and focused on working at a more sustainable pace, like work doing the things that I'm talking about now, I think it would take me tw- twice as long to get to where I am. You know, uh, so I, I don't I don't regret it, and I don't I don't really think that you should uh, take this the, this lesson, these set of lessons that I'm talking about, um, and, you know, three years in. And extrapolate that and say, okay, well, I'm just starting, so I'm going to start working at a, a more sustainable pace. I'm going to focus on the fundamentals first. And and I, I'm not – like that sounds so dumb to say like don't focus on the fundamentals. What I'm talking about is, you know, if you have a customer who's paying a month late but they always pay in the very beginning. and But you have 10 customers. Not 180, you have 10. You might want to just keep that customer. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like – you know, or let's say you misquoted a pool, and but it's all—it's just you doing the work, and you're not really getting paid well per hour. And when you break it down, like some of the pools I did in the beginning, I broke down the hourly effort and the chems and everything else that goes into doing it, and I was making less than minimum wage. Well, fundamentally, that's wrong, right? From a fundamentals perspective, that's wrong. That's not the way, you know, to build it. You, you can't build a big business off of that. You can't. But if it's one of 15 customers, it's kind of like, well, you, you know, you need to make money. You need to pay your bills. And yeah, maybe you're not making minimum wage doing this pool, but if you don't have other business to work on, don't don't lose that business for no reason. Right? So this is what I'm trying to get at is is I don't I don't regret doing things the way that I did. Uh, because I wouldn't be where I am without it, and I wouldn't have gotten to the point where I know these um, these lessons that I've learned, right? But it's uh, it, it's one of those things where now that I am where I am, now that I have um, a business that's been operating for three years, and now that I uh, know the limitation of where uh, where basically I know where that limitation is on that business, unless I fix these issues. Um, now I can focus on fixing those issues. Now it makes sense to focus on fixing those issues. So working sustainably, um, no more Hail Marys, profit first all year from January 1 until you know the last day of December. I want very much so to be focused on pulling out profit as I go and, and paying myself and my family for all the sacrifices we've been making to get here. Um, and so this year really... Uh, I don't know what my goals are going to be for this year. I do, um, I do like having goals. It is, uh, you know, something to drive towards. But creating a disparage, uh, sorry, d- disparity uh, in my head from where I am to where I want to be, it, it does that. It just doesn't matter as much. You know, like saying I want to get to 250 pools. Like, yeah, of course, I would love to get to 250 pools. But do I want to make an actual objective or a goal to get to 250 pools? Not so much. I, I think what a better goal for me this year would be is do the actions that I think will get me 200 to 250 pools. Do those actions every day. Right? That, like that is the real goal. Do the actions that it would take to get to whatever goal I have. Um, yes, I would love to get to 250 pools. I do think that that would be a great end of the year. Um, what would that be? 70 more customers. I think that's a pretty aggressive goal considering that I really only grew by 35 this year. I mean, we, we grew by more, but we lost a lot, right? So I think 70, that would be double the growth that I had this year. But I also have double the experience. I, I really think that the, the lessons that I took away from the hardships of this year would allow me to be able to handle uh, more pools. And, you know, time will tell. I, th- I think, you know, we just have to kind of get back into a rhythm of growing and, and we'll see. But um, I think most importantly is I want to be doing the actions that will net me the result. And, um, yeah, so 
the big ones. Uh, I need to um, stop falling into the same pattern of throwing Hail Hail Marys and and throwing big ones and and dumping thousands of dollars into uh, ideas that really are too good to be true. That really needs to stop. I need to take that same money I would have otherwise done those things with and just stick it in a savings account and not touch it. I, I really want to make my personal net worth go up for once instead of down. We've, we've put everything into this business. It's, um, you know, it's time for this business to start paying it back. It's really what it is. I put everything into this business, everything. I don't have a retirement. I don't have, you know, I have very little, less than $10,000 saved up to my name, family of four in state of California. Um, I have a mortgage that, you know, I've had our, we've been in our house for three years. I have no equity. I took all of that equity out and put it into the business. You know, um, I put everything into this and it, it's, it is time for this thing to start paying me back. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, another big takeaway from this year is that this business is supposed to be serving me, not the other way around. And, uh, it has not been serving me. I have been serving it, uh, with every fiber of my being. I have been bowing down and, and, and serving this company. This company has put me in shackles and uh, forced me to recognize it as its master, as the, as the master, and the role the roles need to reverse. Um, and in the two months that I was able to do the two, let's say two or three months that I was actually able to run and implement Profit First uh, properly, uh, those two to three months were some of the best months of, of doing this. There's, it's so. Uh, amazing when you actually see those accounts start to grow for once because you're doing the hard thing. You're doing this the, the tough stuff. So, yeah, new new year. Uh, I really want to focus on building this this foundation. Make this thing uh, solid. You know, make this thing bedrock that you can build an empire on. And uh, and yeah, I'm I'm excited to get after it. Um, I'm not. You know, the, the the last few years when I would have these kinds of um, brainstorming sessions or, you know, whatever you want to call them, uh, I would get really pumped. I'd get really amped up and I'd be ready and gung-ho. You know, last year it was all about get to 800000 in revenue. We can do it. Uh, but... No, I, I, don't, I don't have anything like that and I'm not that amped up. And I think that that's good. I think that it's better to not get amped up, uh, you know, not be ex- over the moon ecstatic about, you know, getting to work and, and getting these results. Because at the end, of, and that maybe that helps with not getting amped up is that I don't have any results that I'm going after. I have habits that I'm going after. I have, you know, I have attributes and characteristics that I'm trying to develop. Like, like that's the goal is to develop routines basically. So, um, but I am, I am excited for that. Um, I'm mildly excited for all of this. Like, like I am full of hope. You know, one thing I will say is I'm very happy that I'm, I'm no longer, uh, bummed about this whole situation and, and feeling imprisoned. Um, I am excited to make this business serve me, but I also recognize that there may be some lessons that I learned this upcoming year that, you know, uh, make it less exciting. So, um, but yeah, I think that's, that's probably good for, for me for now. Um, I hope you enjoy the holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas for those uh, who celebrate Christmas. Um, Happy New Year. And uh, kind of last thing is, is I don't know uh, if I'll be back. This may be the final episode. I don't think it will be, but, you know, when I set out to do uh, Project Deep End, I, I wanted to record, you know, my journey of building uh, a small business. And... Yeah, I, I think maybe I should crack into this a little bit. So I I kind of set out, I wanted to do this for one year and, and see how I feel. Um, I do really enjoy making these, but I also, um, I feel like this is a little dangerous for me um, because as much as I am recording uh, the podcast and, and trying to record the real journey, it is also... Uh, kind of become an avenue to complain. And that's something I, I want to really think about over this break to, um, 
you know, I, I, I think this is cool. Like I, I think it's cool. And, and, you know, for those of you listening, who've kept coming back, like, I hope that's why you're coming back. And it's not because you just want to watch this train wreck, but, um, I think this is fun because this is, a, you know, I don't know of any other, um, media that is truly, uh, recording what it's really like in the driver's seat, quite literally in the driver's seat of building a small business. Um, so early on, you know, most of the time you, you hear from people who have already built million dollar businesses or they're lying. But I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody like really record the, in the trenches trying to build up to this. Right. And, uh, And it's been fun making it. But the danger is, is, you know, in doing this, there's a lot of hardship. And with hardship that I, you know, and I want to honestly and accurately portray this real journey. And so in that hardship uh, comes a lot of opportunity uh, to complain about the hardship. And just by expressing what's going on and how it makes me feel, right, or, you know, my experience, like there's a lot of opportunity to just basically start bitching about stuff. And I've noticed that, um, you know, before I did this podcast, uh, and after I've done this podcast, I do notice that I have a little bit more of a tendency to complain that I don't, I didn't really have before. And so if I am going to continue this, I need to kind of work on that. Um, as much as I love making these and I think it's, you know, it's, it really is a kind of a cathartic experience for me, but at the same time, like if it's making me weaker in that regard, in the regard of, you know, me just basically complaining, I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze. So I have to kind of think about this. Um, so this may be the final podcast episode. Um, I don't know though. Let me know. Let me know what you think. If, uh, if I should continue, um, if you'd like more, um, if you think it is a little bit too complaining, maybe I should take a break or maybe I should do less frequently, like once a week. What is the lesson I learned that week? You know, I, I don't know where this goes, but I'm going to have to kind of think about where, you know, the future of Project Deep End and, and, and what it what it will be. But um, this was my third year in business, building a pool service business. Um, I hope you've been entertained. I hope this is, you know, you've gotten some value out of it. If you have, please share, uh, the the podcast. If you can leave a review, that would be very helpful. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. And until we see each other again, have a good rest of your day. Bye.